Hello, Reinas. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk to you about this one area that could be affecting and hindering your progress in not just your motherhood, but your fitness, uh, in your faith, in all these other areas, it could be affecting you. And that thing is perfectionism. <laughs> this is an area that I know that we are called to do good work and that there is a big difference between doing good work, doing excellent work and seeking perfectionism and not doing things until we see that they are perfect. I struggled with this area and I can still see where I, I it, you know, I'm a little affected by it. It was something that affected me for a really long time. And I could see how a lot of the things I did were like I punished myself or, you know, I would work out because I felt like, you know, I was unworthy or I hated my body. Like I did a lot of that because I thought that if I did so much or if I looked a certain way, then maybe just maybe I would feel good about myself. Right. Um, and on the contrary, sometimes, you know, we can seek perfectionism in other areas like where we don't do anything until we start seeing that this all lines up first and then we'll go and take action. So there's different ways that perfectionism can affect us. And I know that I'm not the only one. I know that um, there are plenty of other moms that struggle with this. So I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, so I'm going to give you four possible reasons why you may be struggling with this area. And I'm also going to give you four solutions of how you can start working to get yourself out of these this mindset of thinking everything has to be perfect or that you have to be completely perfect in order to pursue something or feel worthy. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Grab a notebook and pen, get your coffee, and let's dive right in. Hola, reinas. Welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. My name is Monica Rojas. I am a wife, woman of faith, homeschool mom of two, and the founder of BoxFit Queens. This podcast is dedicated to helping stay-at-home moms build confidence in themselves while they build up their homes. If God has called you to stay home, to maybe homeschool your kids, work from home, run a business, or simply just stay home to raise your children, this is the perfect podcast for you. As a stay-at-home mom myself, I know the struggles and challenges that came when I first became a stay-at-home mom and how I wish I knew what I knew today. By trusting in God and really prioritizing my routines and taking care of my physical as well as mental health, I became such a confident mom and enjoyed every precious moment with my children. Reina, you deserve to feel your most confident self no matter what stage of motherhood you are in. As the founder of BoxFit Queens and a boxing fitness trainer myself, I have witnessed the amazing transformations that boxing fitness has done for so many mothers. I want the same for you. So if you are ready to be the best version of yourself while building up your home, raising your children, and you want to do it while partnering with God, you are in the right place. So let's straighten that crown and lace up those gloves because we're about to knock out all those old belief systems that are stopping you from being the woman and mother God created you to be. Let's get empowered with today's episode. All right, Anas. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to remind you again that 
the confidence boxes are now out for purchase so if you do not grab a confidence box during lunch week not a problem we still have a payment plan option if that was something that you wanted to do or you wanted to try out these programs are six-week boxing programs in a box this box will get delivered right to your door um, you get free shipping and what it is is you get a six-week boxing program that includes the workout bands a workout prayer um, all the workouts in videos so all you do is hit play and the whole video is recorded and tells you what to do with the cool down and a stretch and it's just a great way to bring in a fitness routine if you do not have one i know that as stay-at-home moms you know it's hard for us to take care of ourselves but you know, I really created this box with you in mind. You, the stay-at-home mom that wants to have that encouragement and that motivation um, and wants somebody to be there at your corner. So I want to be that person that's at your corner to help you in your fitness goals um, and just bring in a fun workout for you to have. So go grab your She Is Strong Confidence box. The link is down below. Again, you have a payment plan option. If that is something that interests you uh, and also one more thing if you are not in a place where you can financially afford to have a program I do have the free 30-day confident mom boxing challenge that you can do a hundred percent free click the link down below it'll take you to do a 30-day workout program you also get the full videos calendar checklist and a habit tracker to help you stay on track and focused with your goals as a mom all right let's get into today's episode so let's dive into the first reason why you may be struggling with perfectionism again these are possible reasons if you may see that you can relate to one or none or all of them um this is in no way shape or form trying to diagnose anybody of course if any of this is triggering or it affects you you know i i always encourage mothers and women to pray seek the lord in this area um because sometimes we may need like some additional guidance right and i know that i have been in a program of recovery for almost nine years and for me it's been very healing and therapeutic but i've also had other forms where i've seeked you know um some temporary counseling and things just to really help me get through these feelings that I was struggling with but most importantly always seek God first I always encourage mamas to pray um, and bring these thoughts and troubles to God to see where it is that he wants to lead you okay so number one um, a reason why we may be seeking perfectionism is that um, is that we may feel like we have to perform to get approval or love this again this one can go pretty deep so this could be if maybe that was something you struggle with as a child uh, maybe you struggle within a relationship or you maybe like with the coach or a teacher or there was some type of way that you were having to perform to like receive love like that was almost the reward right um i personally dealt with this you know and and i'm very open about you know my relationship with my father you know god god bless his soul you know he he is now with the lord but he you know he he was an alcoholic and he really struggled to be present with us and he was in my life all my life right all the all the time he was alive you know i never saw him not around us but it was hard um i always felt like i had to perform to get some kind of approval or validation from him right and then i started seeing how that pattern um trickled over into like my relationships like with my boxing coaches and you know always seeking like i needed your approval or your validation so that i could feel loved right so i feel like with that type of mindset sometimes 
it seeks us to start doing things that help us make us think that we need to be perfect in order to receive love. Like we got to perform to get an exchange of attention or love. So that's just something that I I noticed um, as far as in myself as I've been doing, you know, a lot of healing and journaling work throughout these years. So that could be something that, you know, may or may not affect you. The second one is, you know, feelings of unworthiness. This is a very common one. You know, I think a lot of times, especially as mothers, we feel that, you know, we're not worthy enough or, you know, maybe we had a bad day with our kids or the house is a mess. The kids are going crazy. You know, the kids don't listen to us. Um, You know, maybe there was a little bit of conflict with you and your husband and now you're just like, it's bothering you, right? So I just... I just see that all of this can play and affect us in make in making us feel unworthy, right? So um this perfectionism goes deeper than just, you know, fitness or that it can even go in this area of our motherhood, right? Because like in our motherhood we can feel like we have to have things a certain way. So another thing that I know that I noticed about myself growing up was like, you know, when my father would get home from work, um, we were like we were scared, you know, and, and it's sad to say that, you know, um, my, my father was more verbally abusive, um, than he was physical, right? There was a little bit of physical, but he was more emotionally and verbally abusive. And so, you know, if the house wasn't clean or like there was dishes, you know, he would, he would like yell at us or he would, you know, we would hear the gates open from when he was coming home from work and immediately the atmosphere in the home would change. Right. So I always knew that there had to be like this, this, um, this somewhat perfection of like a presentation in our home. Like it had to look clean and tidy when he got home or he was like, gonna like yell at us or tell us something right and this was the whole home this wasn't just me this was me my brother my sister my aunt my mom like all of us dealt with that you know because he just was that way with us and um that's just how he was you know so I noticed that that carried over into my marriage like when my husband gets home like I would start cleaning and and you know I would get all like obsessive and I'd be apologizing for like a little bit of mess and my husband would be like you don't have to say sorry <laughs> you know and I, I I just it was hard for me to get out of that because I just always thought that everything had to look perfect so I could see where like you know we only feel worthy if it's tied to something that we're doing or you know it I, I can understand that, right? And um, at least I could say that for myself, but I would imagine that's probably what a lot of us feel, right? Um, so remember, when we're feeling unworthy, you know, that's the opposite of worthiness. So like when we're, you know, when we're worthy, when we feel worthy, we're doing things, we are we are in alignment with doing things differently because God sees us worthy, right? And we are worthy in God's eyes. But when we are um, operating out of a mindset and a lens of unworthiness, we tend to do the opposite of what God wants for us, right? Like we beat ourselves up. We talk bad about ourselves. We may like think less of ourselves or give ourselves crumbs in, in little areas that we may, you know, that we deserve to have more. So I just want you to remember that, you know, today you are worthy. Like even though your mind tells you you're not, you are worthy. You definitely are. Number three, um maybe you dealt with like hurtful words from you know a some somewhat of a of a authority figure like this could be a parent this could be a coach a teacher like you probably dealt with hurtful words or maybe like some criticism and so this affects us and you know words hurt like 
I don't know about you, but like for, from somebody that got like spanked and, you know, um, got like, you know, somewhat abused, like with verbally and emotional, like to me, the physical was not as much as the verbal and the, and the hurtful words, right? Like the words that were said to me that my dad told me those stung more than any of the other stuff, right? Like the things that a trainer told me or my coach told me when he would say stuff to eat me at my core, eat at my core, like that stuff stayed with me, right? Not so much the other things. And I'm not saying any of the other stuff is okay. I'm just saying that a lot of the times it's what somebody says, um, that really, really affects us. Right. And so maybe you dealt with somebody that was very critical of you, like, super critical like always just had something negative to say about you always telling you you needed to do this you needed to lose weight you needed to look like that like that stuff is that that stuff can affect you and be hurtful right and so I think that you know as mothers it's it's important for us to to remember that as well right like just think about it if it's affecting us and I'm talking to myself here, right? Because I, I definitely need to be more mindful in this area. Um, if it affects us, we need to think about how it can affect our children, right? How our words can affect our children. Because the same um, perfectionism that like is got instilled in us, like where we think we have to do things a certain way and have them in order to seek like love and approval and validation is probably the same thing that our children can be feeling ever putting that on them too, right? So just remember that sometimes words from somebody growing up can still be lingering with us. And, um, you know, it's important that, uh, you know, we start to really line ourselves up with truth about who we are and whose we are. So we don't get caught up in what others say about us, right? Um, number four is this one. Um, this is a possible reason why you may struggle with perfectionism is that you're also comparing yourself to others like on social media or just somebody else, somebody else's life. And it's not reality, right? Like you may be comparing yourself to this picture perfect that this mom or this wife that make themselves look like they got it all going on. They're always dolled up. The house is perfectly clean. The kids are so well behaved, right? Like, and I'm not saying that that stuff's not possible, but a lot of the times, you know, not everything we see on social media is really what it is, right? Like it, it's this perception of like, oh, they got it all going like, you know, um, and we can compare ourselves to that. And when our life, our real life just doesn't look like that, you know, we're like, man, you know, what do I got to do to get myself to feel and look perfect like that? You know, um, my life has definitely gotten so much better over the years, but it is far from perfection. <laughs> like, and what I mean by perfection is like my house is not always tidy. Um, you know, if my house is tidy, then, you know, my kids are probably not home. And if my kids are home, my house is probably not tidy. Like, that's just what it is, right? Um, we live in this home, so it gets messed up, right? And, you know, another area that I noticed too is like, you know, especially like in the place, you know, because this is the podcast that talks to you about like fitness. Well, also like in the area of fitness, like we always like we see these other moms that, you know, may look a certain way or maybe they're taking a picture from a certain angle or, you know, or maybe they just have really good genetics and their body bounce back really fast, right? Like it's not, it's just not, something to always like you know we don't gotta put ourselves side by side to anybody else we need to take a look at ourselves right and just be grateful for where we're at and um and there are moms that 
you know, are blessed to have gotten their bodies back right away or lose weight drastically, or they found something that finally worked for them and they're doing great. And instead of us being angry or wanting to compare ourselves, like we should just be grateful that there is hope that we can, you know, get ourselves back on track. And eventually, like when that timing comes or when we get ourselves in a process of taking care of ourselves, well, we, we too, right, can accomplish those goals. So, I think comparing ourselves, especially to like influencers or, you know, whatever, it's it's a very, very hard thing that we should not do because um, it really affects us and it messes with our spirit. Okay, so now on the on the opposite end, I want to give you four solutions to really help you in this area, because I, too, still struggle with this. I'm going to give you a quick example. So the She is Strong boxing program, you know, I'm doing the program. I'm doing the five day a week program. I want it to, I know I need more than three, but I also know that like five is, you know, sometimes like a juggle if I could, but, um, so I'm following the program and the first week I got in four, you know, four days and, um, I was like, you know, that fifth one was really hard to make, but instead of starting all over, instead of quitting, instead of beating myself up, I said, you know what, I'll just um, I'll just dock it over to the next week, right? Not so much that I'm going to do six days this week or anything like that, which, you know, if my body feels strong to do that, I will do it. But I don't do that in like an abusive way. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, because I didn't get five this week, I gotta, you know, beat myself up and push to do six or I gotta like, no, you know, today fitness is not a mindset of abuse for me. I know that I don't have to do it perfect. My journey doesn't have to look like yours, which is exactly why I included a three day a week program or a five day a week, because all of us are in different paths in our life, right? And even if you make a mistake, this is where the perfectionism comes in. Either one, you're going to completely give up or you're going to keep starting over till you think you get it right and you're never going to get anywhere. Or two, you can just say, hey, you know what? Um, next week, I'll try again. I'll try for the five days. I'll dock that day on to the end of my results. It's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. That's the mindset I had this time, which was so amazing, so beautiful, and so freeing to just say, hey, you know what? I didn't get my five days, but I'm going to dock it over next week. And if I don't get my five day, my six days this week, well, I'll dock that other day over. Like, it's not a big deal, really. Like, it really isn't. We have to get out of that mindset of thinking it has to look picture perfect, okay? Because this is an area that really, really hinders us and stops us from growing and stops us from moving forward. Okay, this is why I tell people, if you know, if you know, you know, you're not going to do something realistically for the rest of your life, do not do it. If you know that realistically, you're not ever going to be able to not eat, you know, it's okay to do little like fastings or whatever you got to do, right? Like 21 days. Like I told you, me and my husband, we're alternating no sugar, no bread. And then the following month, we're having, allowing ourselves to have it. Like we're not doing something that we know is not attainable. Like we're being realistic here, you know? Um, but I say that to say like, for example, fitness, if you know, you cannot, beast it out seven days a week every day and you're just going to end up quitting at the end don't do it to begin with be practical if you know that three days a week is something like you know what i know i can make three days a week to make it happen two days a week i can make it happen start there stay consistent there and then build over to to add another day to add another day eventually don't go in as a sprint and then you quit. Okay. So just remember, don't do that because that area right there doing that is really what makes us 
like be hard on ourselves and we don't give ourselves any room for like a little bit of failure this is like why a lot of us quit we start and we stop we start and we stop right we're either all in or we're all out <laughs> so um just know it's okay to have a gray area okay um and it's not an all or nothing thing it really isn't okay so solutions um progress over perfection just like i shared with you the example that was a lot of progress for me to say not a big deal. I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm not going to start all over again. I'm going to pick up right where I left off and I'm going to keep moving forward. You do not have to do this perfectly. And I've never given you the thought that I want you to do it perfect, um, you know, in any way, shape or form. When you do my programs, that's the last thing I want you to feel. If you are feeling stressed and you're feeling like you got to abuse your body to get these workouts in, then maybe you missed a big point <laughs> of this of why we do this, right? That is far from what I ever want you to do. Progress over perfection, okay? Um, number two is run your own race or walk, whichever one. Um, do not look left or right. Don't try to be like everybody else, okay? This is the problem because somebody you know is doing more workouts than you because somebody got a gym membership and you don't have one because somebody's going to run a marathon and you, you're not running one, like, don't look left and right. Don't go try to do something because somebody else is doing it. Stay away from that because that right there is why we end up unhappy. We end up unfulfilled. We end up resentful when we're trying to run somebody else's race. And a, a lot of the times we end up more mad at ourselves than we end up at anybody else. Don't allow yourself to get peer pressured. Don't get peer pressured into anything that anyone else is doing don't let anybody tell you that you got to do it this way. You got to do it that way. No, you do your own thing. You run your own race. You stay on your own path. You stay looking ahead. You don't look left or right. You don't look who's behind you. Like you just focus on where you're going. Okay. If you can only commit two days a week, you commit those two days a week. If you can commit five, you commit five, but don't try to be like anybody else. Okay. I'm talking about fitness here, but I, in this case, I'm talking about anything else right? I'm talking about when it comes to breastfeeding, cleaning, cooking, homeschooling, anything. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Don't look left or right because you're going to end up resentful and you're going to try to do something that is not intended for you that God did not design you to do and you're going to be frustrated, okay? Um, number three, find gratitude in the journey. Like find something to be grateful for in the journey. This gratitude is like a huge a very overlooked piece of a lot of um, a lot of the blessings that we get in our lives. Like it's it, this applies if you listen to any kind of like um, personal development or stuff. It's a huge piece in success for business, success in like motherhood and marriage, like always finding something to be grateful for. Right. Like in a marriage, in a healthy marriage, we're finding gratitude. Like, yes, we don't like everything our partners do, but we're going to find that little bit of gratitude in what it is they are doing. Right. Like, I'm so grateful, you know, that I have a kind husband. I have an understanding husband. Right. I may not like the way he does things or when he throws his shoes around or whatever. Right. I don't know. I'm just throwing examples out. But you love that person for who they are. So that's you finding gratitude, right? In this case, you know, um, it may be hard. It may be frustrating. 
But I'm going to find gratitude that, you know, I can move my body today. I'm going to find gratitude that, you know, I am a mother, that I have our beautiful children, that I'm home with my children. Like, you see how you start shifting the perspective instead of everything being dark and negative and wanting more and needing more. Like, if you can just plant your feet right where you're at and find gratitude in what it is that you're doing or where you're at or where God has you, you're going to see so much more blessings you're going to find so much more peace and joy within your spirit and um and you're just you're it's gonna it's gonna pull it's gonna help uh i'm trying to think of the word like it's gonna be like a long-term thing that you're gonna be able to do this like again one more thing like with my business right with box fit queens um i'm always thinking about okay like i'm not worried about growing fast you know i think of like five years 10 years okay it may take this long it may take that long right it may be like just a very slow steady pace that's attainable for me that doesn't make me miserable and happy or bitter like just seeing it as like there doesn't have to be an end mark it's like okay this here to here like i'm finding gratitude in the journey of slow growth so Gratitude is a great thing because um, it just starts to shift your perspective, okay? Number four is you have to do things with the lens of love, period, okay? Um, some good reminders are I love to get into scripture, right? I love getting into the word. I love um, having like my devotional cards, just something to remind me of God's love for me. And the way I think of it is like, you know, if I can see things from a lens of love, then like if love doesn't fail, then I'm on the right track, right? If I could see my children, the journey, you know, I could see my body from a lens of love. I could see my husband from a lens of love. I could see my friends, you know, all the people around me from a lens of love. I think the world would be a whole different place if everybody had those same lenses, right? And so when we start to see from a lens of love, we don't give room for perfectionism to come in and rob us from thinking we have to do everything perfectly, right? So when we start to shift it, shift the mindset, shift the way we view things, it really just changes a lot of things in our life. And so I just hope and pray that, you know, if you are struggling in this area, for one, you know, really turn to the Lord in this area, pray, you know, uh, seek guidance from a trusted friend or somewhere but i i just i'm so grateful for getting over the hump you know because even though we're made aware that you know we struggle with perfectionism at the end of the day we still got to do the work to help ourselves get out of this like anything you seek help for you have to eventually start to do the work to get yourself out of this area right um you know there's so many other areas that we may struggle with but thank god that like if god's bringing that to your maybe he's resurfacing this area a little bit which means that maybe you know it's time to deal with it maybe it's dealing with some of the anger the hurt the um the abuse that we give ourselves maybe it's time for us to really take a look at this and really just start to step into this healing process with god right so perfectionism doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing right um, we don't not need to let it ru rule our lives we can do excellent work but it doesn't have to be where if it's not perfect we beat ourselves up so i pray that this episode has blessed you i pray that you know that you really find um that maybe you're getting a little clarity in this area so that the next time you find yourself 
uh, you know, wanting to start a workout program all over because you missed a day, you're going to stop and say, nope, I'm going to pick up right where I left off. I'm not going to let perfectionism ruin me. I'm not going to let it ruin me. I'm not going to let it steal the joy that I have today. And you're going to find gratitude for that moment. So God bless you, Danas, and I'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much, Reynas, for listening to today's show. If this episode has impacted you in any way, please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message. Because together, we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence. If you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love you. Bye. Bye-bye.